it has been confirmed that Roger Goodell has been vaccinated, and so he's going to be hugging the players as they get drafted, just like the old times. Yay. Come on, guys. Can we get some cheers for hugs? Yay, Roger Goodell. (laughs) All right, fine. (laughs) We'll we'll just talk about the quarterbacks then. (laughs) Sounds good. This is a more interesting story. You play to win the game. A Canadian take on America's favorite pastime. Third and ten with Ryan, Liam, and Jacob. It is April twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, and we're coming at you with another episode of Third and Ten with Ryan, Liam, and Jacob. I wanted to squeeze one more in before the NFL draft this Thursday. And uh, we managed to find a day that all three of us are available. That's so. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm going to change my number to number sixty nine now. Nice, nice, yeah. Jacob. How about you? <laughs> I'm always happy to talk to you guys. Oh, you're so sweet. Now, why be- is it throughout we... this whole series? I'm saying some random stuff about. Oh, I would change my name to number sixty nine, and then Jacob comes in with just. I love you guys. You're my greatest friends. Like that that's the gimmick. That that's the gimmick. Is that the gimmick now? Okay. Yeah, Jacob's kind of the straight man. And and we <laughs> we just kinda <laughs> make up jokes. And then he's like, ah yes, reality. Let's get back on track. Alright. We have two news stories we want to talk about before we start yelling about the draft. The first one, uh grumpy old man Tom Brady. <laughs> He's not happy about this rule change uh, that the Chiefs proposed, and it was passed. Where oh, now, no! Uh, yeah, Anyways. Uh, he, uh, he he got a little, uh, a, a little spicy on social media uh, on his Instagram story. He posted, uh, good luck trying to block the right people now, four exclamation marks, going to make for a lot of bad football. And then on the second one, he said, why not let linemen wear whatever numbers they want to? Why have sure. numbers? Just have colored jerseys. Why not wear the same number? Dumb. Man, why does he sound like a Trump tweet? <laughs> Just a little bit, right? Like, who I was cares? That. It's a number. It's it's not like it's life or death situation or, great, now I'm not going to win a Super Bowl. I bet you he's going to blame this if he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year. He's still going to win a Super Bowl, I bet. But it's like, this isn't a life or death situation, Thomas Brady. Like, this is just a number. You're going to stick with 12 for the rest of your career anyway, so why are you even complaining? I don't know. J- Jacob. Now if... No fun league. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <you wanna> <laughs> anyways, uh, if on this show I was called the straight man earlier, I'm starting to think that Tom Brady is the con man, because has he become the no fun league? What's going on here? Maybe. Has he conned Ooh. me into thinking that he was this renegade against the NFL when he's really just what they are? I am so confused by this. Tom, I hope there's some satire in these tweets, or else... I, although I did sign the waiver form to be a bandwagon fan, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> we can retract your form. It's okay. I, it's just weird. I don't really... Eh, then again, I guess it gave us a story to talk about, so thank you, Tom, for getting angry about this. 
This is a nothing yeah. story he, for no reason. It's yeah. Are are do you do you guys even have the same concerns that Tom does that it's going to make like guys more difficult to block? No, it makes no sense. Like why would a number be difficult to block, you know? It's... I I I'm assuming that maybe the way Tom kind of distinguishes what players playing what position uh might be by their number. Cool. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Learn the rule book. Learn the learn the roster, Tom. You have a week's worth to 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 get. You know. I I don't know. I like, watch like shut up. Like in college football, there's like 115 guys on a roster, and there's like two of the same number on both sides of the ball. So when it comes to numbers, I've never really cared about any of those rules. I actually find it very funny if an offensive lineman wore like the number one or like the number two. It'd just be entertaining to me. So I'm all for it. He just seems like, you know, like there are a lot of baseball fans, uh, whenever there is ever some sort of discussion about bringing a DH to both of the leagues instead of just uh, the American League, um, you know, there's a lot of people are like, oh, we can't do that. That's that's the rules of baseball. You know, the DH is stupid. The DH is not stupid. Liam, the DH is dumb. If you're a pitcher, you should have to hit. You don't have to hit. You should. There's a DH. There's a DH for a reason. No, you should. Okay, so the DH just DH. gets to swing a bat and do nothing else. You want to? He should have to at least go on the field for an inning or two. Sounds good. The pitcher. Cool. You want to? Liam, come on here. Are you seriously going against the National League of Baseball right now? I'm not going against it. I'm going against the DH rule and having pitchers instead. Last year they had DHs for the National League whoa, and they killed whoa, whoa. it. Time out, they time loved out, time it. Out. Wait. You're for pitchers hitting, or you're against it? I'm for DH hitting. Oh, my not, God. Not for pitchers. Okay, here I thought you were on my side. Then you just switched back. What's going on here? I, I was never on your side. <laughs> no, I think you had a mistake with your verbiage, because for a second it was like you were against the DH. No, I'm not against the DH. I want the DH. You don't even cheer. Who's your baseball team, the Jays? The Mariners, thank Ugh. you. <laughs> Liam, come on. You know the pitcher hitting is important, and you need to keep that in the game. What is it important to? He's at the bottom of the list. He's easily the weakest of the team. Why? Then get a pitcher like, who can hit. If you have, like, Bumgarner, then you have a massive advantage. Cool. Let's find 20 other Bumgarners or Shohei Itanis. Like, that, that's not going to be a thing, Jacob. You, you aren't going to find a pitcher the that pitcher, hits The pitcher, they got to be bunt experts, man. It just adds a, a whole another layer of strategy so to the game. get so far. The DH is boring. No, the DH is good. Either way, when fans exactly like this have a discussion about if the DH should be in both leagues, it sounds like the same thing with Tom Brady and the numbers, where it's like, oh, no, it's going to ruin the originality of football. It's going to ruin the game. You know, this is tradition. And, like, I, I don't know, like, Sports are meant to progress. It's meant to evolve. The DH you know? is regressing sports because it's causing number. pitchers not to have to oh, hit anymore. Oh, my God, That's Jacob. what's going go, on. Go enjoy, go enjoy your one World Series and watch another one 104 years later. Buddy, if I live that long, I'll happily. <laughs> All right, way, well, that was DHs a, a whole other language to me. <laughs> yeah, this is not third and ten. This is home plate. Welcome to the home plate baseball <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Wait, Liam, are the Mariners third in the National League, right? Uh, AL. Ugh, see, why do you even care then? You don't even have to watch the National League. 
because I really like the Padres this season. I also really like the Dodgers this season. Yeah. And it's more fun when they have to make the pitcher hit. I don't know. I, I You're a hater. I, I think DH You're, should be. You know, I'm not a hater. You're becoming the con man of the show. You're being like Tom Brady right now. Regressing baseball. I don't, don't, don't ever, don't ever compare me to him. I don't care about a number. But you care what number the pitcher hits at, I guess. <laughs> yeah, zero. He shouldn't be hitting at all. All right, okay, one we had more some story. Fun. That was fun. I gotta say, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. One Pitchers more story before we yell about the draft. Uh, Orlando Brown Jr., right tackle, formerly now of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, basically what happened there is Ronnie Stanley, the left tackle uh, for Baltimore, he got injured this past season. And so they put Orlando Brown at left tackle. Uh, and he did a really good job there. So much so that he wants to play that position permanently. And Baltimore was fully intent on giving that job back to Ronnie Stanley when he gets back. So he asked for a trade. And now he's in Kansas City. And, I mean, it fills a hole for Kansas City. They released Eric Fisher, who was their left tackle. Uh, and he's actually moving on to the Browns now, which is a great move for the Browns. Liam? Yep. It's great. Please applaud. So, th- this trade breakdown is uh, Kansas City getting Orlando Brown Jr. And Baltimore will be getting... Kansas City's first, third, and fourth round picks for this year, and a 2022 fifth rounder. And then, uh, in addition to Orlando Brown Jr., Kansas City will be getting uh, this year's second round pick and sixth round pick. I think both teams won with this Hey, just sidebar, don't talk to me right now. I gotta go deal with something. Keep talking amongst yourselves. Alright, fun. Uh, Uh, Yeah. So, I mean... More protection for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, really young guy. He was drafted, I think, the same year as Lamar. Uh, so, like, he, he's got a lot of time left on his career. Uh, he's been developing really well. I think he was a third-round pick, and, like, he's a starting player. Yeah, I think both teams really benefit from this because Baltimore, they get a new pick that they can try to figure out, try to fill another need. KC, blocking was definitely the problem in the playoffs, especially in the Super Bowl, to Ryan's dismay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, both problems solved. Yeah, I like that That was a huge need for Kansas City. They've got it dealt with before the draft, and like this is a pretty like win-win trade. It kind of reminds me of that trade between uh, Minnesota and Buffalo last year. Yeah, for when sure. When they sent Diggs over there. It's like Buffalo had a huge... Uh, upgrade there. They got a number one receiver, and Diggs led the like league in receiving yards. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think anyone's complaining from either side of that one. Yeah. Meanwhile, Minnesota was able to draft Justin Jefferson with that pick. So, if there is, I guess, one downside to this trade, it's maybe in theory, if I and I'm playing devil's advocate here, I don't actually believe this. Maybe yeah. if you're like a Chiefs fan, you could make an argument that you could find a first-round tackle in the draft so you wouldn't have to give up that pick. But mm-hmm. the thing about that is this is a guaranteed product, and he's not too old, so I don't really see it as any negative. 
Yeah, he he is very. I'm gonna look up his his age actually. Orlando Brown Jr. Ryan, you type very quickly. He is very. He's quickly. 24. Yeah, exactly. He's got a lot of time under his belt. Super young. He he's got a very uh, a very good career ahead of him. Like the the guy. He, he, I think he, I mean, he's easily a starting tackle, and he's definitely one of the most underrated tackles. Hard to find reliable because of how young. Yeah, for sure. And and so, like, this is the kind of protection that Mahomes needs right now. Uh, And like, Baltimore made sure that they got paid for him as well. Money's good. So you know, win-win. I'm a big fan of that. Is Liam back? Uh, So, I think Liam's back. Liam, do you want to say anything else? Uh, I think it's a great trade. Uh, I think it's good for both ways, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I was I telling think... Jacob it reminds me of that uh, ball, um, Buffalo and Minnesota one from last year, the Diggs trade. Everyone's yes. happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Everyone's I think it's happy. a good trade for both. Ravens have some good picks in this draft and that upcoming draft. Um like the next draft, not this upcoming, but that one too. Uh, and I think the Chiefs, they need some more tackles. They need someone to block Mahomes. Um, personally, I think the Bengals should have tried to go for this trade. However, Orlando Brown, good pickup for the Chiefs. And Ravens got a lot of good draft picks of this next coming year. So we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's talk about this draft less than a week away now. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about with the draft is that it has been confirmed that Roger Goodell has been vaccinated, and so he's going to be hugging the players as they get drafted, just like the old times. Yay. Come on, guys. Yay, can we get some yeah. cheers for hugs? Yeah. Yay, Roger Goodell. Woo. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> well, we'll just talk about the quarterbacks then. <laughs> Sounds good. This is a more interesting story. Uh, so, I mean, number one, going to be Trevor Lawrence. Number two is looking like it's going to be Zach Wilson. But there's a lot of controversy right now around the number three pick. Uh, Jacob, I don't know if you want to kind of take the lead on this one because you've been paying the most attention to it. But there's a lot of controversy I've... between who San Fran might be taking. NFL.com, ESPN, Fox Sports, they're all pumping out mock drafts like crazy. Everyone has a different opinion. Everyone's got their own biased view of this. No one actually knows any concrete facts about who's going where at this number three spot. But from all my analysis, what it seems to be looking like is the safe pick at the moment. So if you were to bet on this, would be Mac Jones going number three to the fault. Sorry, to the 49ers. And I actually agree with it. Yeah, yeah, that that's my statement. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, we can we can get into the debate of Lance versus Jones, but just for the straight up question you asked me, Ryan. Yes, at the moment it's looking like number three is going to be Mac Jones going there. Now, what what are we thinking about Justin Fields? Because this is a guy who who's like his draft stock's been tumbling quite a bit. Well. I believe it was the McAfee show. I could be wrong, but McAfee show was the first one that gave a lot of press to it. Was uh, Dan Orlovsky was on, and he was talking to uh, Pat McAfee about how it seems a lot of people think that Justin Fields doesn't have great... I guess he was kind of like the last guy in, first guy out, sort of. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't exactly a student of the game, I guess, people were saying. And also, a lot of people have been complaining he's a one-read quarterback. Again, I don't know Justin Fields personally. 
His coaches seem to be really sticking up for him, so I don't really think that's a problem. But the one read thing, maybe there's more validity too. That's probably a big reason why he's starting to slip. Is that something that can be fixed, though, with, like, training? Uh, honestly, I think at that point... See, the biggest jump for quarterbacks from the college level to the NFL level, as they've talked about, like a lot of high-end quarterbacks have said, is it's the amount of time you have in the pocket, right? It's like the, you have way less time in the pocket. You have to make much more split-second decisions, and you either have that or you don't at the next level. So if you're a yeah. one-read quarterback, I think... So let me put it this way. In college, if you're already a one-read quarterback, which I'm not saying Justin Fields is. I'm just saying other people are saying this. So I don't want to get crucified in a few minutes because I know Liam's a big Fields guy. But what I'm saying is, no, I don't really think that's something you can necessarily... Especially Trubisky's the perfect example. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's always been a one-read guy. You can't really fix that because you have even less time in the pocket. You have to be able to be very good at going through your progressions. All right. Now I'm gonna what, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna name a, a bunch of quarterbacks in this draft, and I'm I'm gonna I want to hear each of you guys rank these guys, uh, going from like best to worst. Uh, so Lawrence Wilson, uh, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and we're gonna throw in Kyle Trask just for fun. Okay. Because I think there's a chance he might go maybe at the end of the first round, but probably not. So, if I may, are we ranking this on how we see them in talent or how we think they're going to get drafted? Um, let's do talent-wise. Okay, so who we think is most talented from 1 to, let's say, 6? Yeah. Okay. Liam, if you want to go first, please, by all means. Um, no, Jacob, you go. Okay. I still got to go through my picks here. Okay. So, if we're talking the most talent, I think it's clearly Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence is number one. No one's going to disagree with that. Liam, if I'd be surprised if Lawrence wasn't your number one. I think he's just clear cut ahead. Number two, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't wasn't expecting you to answer. I thought it was rhetorical. <laughs> oh no, no. I just agreed. I said yeah. Okay, perfect. Number two, I actually think at this very moment, Mac Jones is the second best quarterback. Interesting. Like at this moment, I'm not saying potential wise. I just mean from a talent perspective, I think Mac Jones is probably the second most talented. His only flaw is that he's not necessarily a good scrambler, but he's actually mm -hmm. not too bad at moving around in the pocket without getting positive yardage. And he's pretty smart when it comes to throwing it away, even though at Alabama he didn't really have to because he had like a 76 completion percentage. If I'm going yeah, number three... I mean, oh, sorry. It, 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 it's hard to be bad with... with the amazing like receiver talent that he played with too right that is incredibly fair i mean ryan if we put you on alabama and we said hey ryan go beat sam houston state i'm sure if you knew how to hand <laughs> off you'd probably be fine <laughs> yeah honestly for going to throw the... in some of the wobbliest passes in my, of my life <laughs> Devonte smith he'd one hand them no problem if I Brett throw Favre. it in, like, a two-meter radius around him, I'm sure he'll come down with it. Exactly. Brett Favre, out of his prime, hail marrying just the nastiest <laughs> downfield. That's Ryan's <laughs> passes. Yep. Shout out to Jakey. If I'm going number three here, and I think you guys are going to be surprised, I'm actually going to say Trey Lance. All right. Ooh. Because I think Trey Lance, from a talent perspective right now, 
Although a guy like Zach Wilson might be a little more like refined and he might be a little older, a little more experienced, I think Trey Lance from a raw potential standpoint, more athletic, maybe better arm than Zach Wilson overall. So that's why I have Trey Lance that's at number fair. three. Number four, I go Zach Wilson. I mean, he's basically, him and Trey Lance are very similar, in my opinion at least. They're very similar quarterbacks. If maybe Trey Lance is a little more athletic and Zach Wilson has a slightly better arm, maybe. I don't know. It's pretty close. They're both from schools that like aren't very prestigious either. Exactly. So then if we're going number five, I, like we go, I'd say Justin Fields. I think he's very talented, but again, there's a few problems. And also, if you here's the thing too. If you look at Justin Fields' best games, he looked like he could compete with Lawrence, right? Like he literally beat Lawrence in the college football playoff game. Yeah. But if you look at his worst games, like you look at him against Northwestern and you look at him against even Alabama in the finals, he just does not look like a guy who can get it done at the next level sometimes. He just looks so shaky. Yeah. And then, and then, I'm poor act- guy in last place. No, I'm actually not even going to say Trask. Oh, really? I think it's David Mills. Where where does he play? Quarterback I was at expect- Stanford. I was expecting you to say the guy from Texas A&M. No, I am not saying Kellen Mott. I'm actually going to say Mills. He's the quarterback. So at- is Kyle Trask number seven? He might be number eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to make this a top eight for you then. Go on, let's hear about the Stanford guy. I haven't heard about this guy. This Mills guy is just really poised in the pocket. He makes really, really good reads. He's a very smart guy, and I actually think from a potential standpoint, even though this list isn't really based off potential, from a talent standpoint, I think this guy could just be extraordinarily better. He's one of those guys, though, where you can't just put him on the field right away. He needs two years on the bench. Where do you think he'll go in the draft? Well, some people think the Bears are going to take him in the second round. Some other people think he could go at the end of the first round. If not, if it's not Trask, it might be Mills. But I, it, it'll probably be Trask. He's got a better body. All right, let's move yeah, on to uh, number seven. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kellen Mond, although he's just. He's so experienced. He's seen so much. He's gone against so many defenses. He has no potential, okay? Like, what you see right now, he's not getting any better. You could give him Patrick Mahomes. You could give him Jesus Christ. You could give him anyone to coach him. I don't think he's getting any better. It's just more so, is he good enough right now to make an NFL roster? And I actually think he is. And then Kyle Trask. Yeah. You didn't need to lay into him like that. He's got he's got really good tools, Kyle Trask. He's got a really good body again. He's got a really good arm. I just don't see it working out. I'm getting some and I this is a bad comparison. And I, I don't even hate Trask, but he reminds me of Osweiler. <laughs> For some reason he reminds me of Brock Osweiler, and I can't get that out of my head. Just a very big dude who has a pretty decent arm. I just don't know what the next level of it's going to translate. You better apologize to Trask right now. Hey, the Bears might get him. I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> they if trade the up and draft Trask, him in the top ten. If the Bears get Trask, or not Trask, yeah, if the Bears get Trask, you apologize to him right then For and there. For sure. All right, we Liam, it's your turn to done. rank the quarterbacks. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to even talk about these Mills or Mont guy because I have no <laughs> clue who the hell they are. 
and You're I don't want to do make a myself, six. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to make myself sound like an idiot on air, even though I, I do that mostly, anyways. You're cute. All right, number one, I try, sweetheart. Anyways, number one, I am. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Trevor Lawrence is the most hyped prospect of, I think, ever. Honestly, I think he's the most hyped up prospect of all time. Since Locke. Uh, pretty much, yeah, since Locke. Uh, my worry about that is is I have been little, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about Trevor Lawrence yet. Uh, he plays amazing throughout college. However, him being so hyped up and people wanting him so badly, it makes me a little worried for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I hope he shuts me up, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one as much as I would love Justin Fields. Number two, I am sticking with... I don't know why you said that I love Justin Fields so much. It's Zach Wilson who's my boy. Zach Jacob. attack. Zach Wilson is going number two to the Jets. Most that likely, is happening. Yeah. No doubt about it. I would be uh, super I, surprised if they went with anyone else. I think Zach Wilson is going to light it up uh, in New York, especially if they get some weapons. Uh, they I thought you said the Jets can soon. never be good again last episode. Uh, they won't ever be good again, but that doesn't mean Zach Wilson won't ever be good. <laughs> so it's going to be one of those, like, Zach Wilson, 75-yard touchdown run, Jets lose, 7-28. to 28. <laughs> So he's going to be Mike Trout, is what I'm hearing. Oh, I like that. I like that. This is a baseball episode. Look at that. I love, yeah, this is just strictly baseball. What's, <laughs> up, what's up? Welcome to the Home Plate Baseball Podcast. <laughs> what is that accent? It's your, it's your boy, Shortstop Steve. <laughs> I don't know. I just first thing that came to my mind was Boston, Boston Red Sox. I, I can't. I, even, I don't even want to attempt an accent. That I just want to me. say, I just want to say Fenway is an awful ballpark. Uh, number Wrigley. three, Wrigley's better, one hundred percent. Number three, I'm actually going to go Justin Fields at number three to the Forty ers uh yeah there's no doubt i don't know i think justin fields is a good player i don't think he's going to drop that far down uh i know didn't he oh no i've who had a really bad uh pro day i haven't heard anybody uh, having like a terrible pro day all i heard was that so, uh, bill belichick shook his head at mac jones's <laughs> one long pass Okay, yeah, it might have been Mac Jones. It might have been Mac Jones. I don't think it was a bad one, but... I know Fields had a good pro day. Fields had a good pro day, and that's why I'm thinking... And so did Zach Wilson. You know who also had a good pro day, though? Trevor. Geno Smith. That guy didn't miss a single pass (laughs) on his pro day, so we got to be careful with how highly we evaluate those. You know what? That's a very good point. (laughs) If Geno Smith had a good pro day, then you just got to throw them all out the window. Boy. Uh, next, I'm going to go Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is would be actually pretty good for the Falcons. Study under Matt Ryan for a bit. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can really say as we're getting lower and lower to the list here. Then I think Mac Jones is going to go next. I don't know who to, but I think it's going to be Mac Jones. And then we're going to end it off with uh, with Trask. So I guess this is, Ryan, I want to hear your list, but then I guess maybe our biggest disagreement amongst us is going to be where we put Mac Jones, as it seems. I yeah. think Mac Jones is going to the Patriots. 
I know a lot of people have said that. Uh, there's a lot of news sources that are saying that. Uh, Bill Belichick didn't like his deep pass. However, I do think the Patriots need somebody. They need somebody now, and I think it's going to be Trask. Ryan, let's hear your list. All right, so number one, I'm going Trevor. You got to go Trevor with number one. I'm not even going to explain that one. Number two, I'm going to actually agree with Jacob for once. Now, I'm wow. going to say Mac Jones. Uh, just like, I don't I don't know what it is. I've just got this really good feeling about the guy. And, like, I think it's totally fair to be skeptical of him because the guy, like, he plays on Alabama. He's surrounded by talent. And maybe that just, you know, gives me rose-colored glasses to see him through. And again, I want to stress this enough. Me and Ryan were looking at their wide receiver roster the other night at one of our secret meetings. Yeah. And uh, we literally looked at it. Ryan could actually play quarterback for Alabama against an FCS team, and I think they'd probably still win the game. Probably. And I can't throw the ball longer than 20 yards, so... (laughs) That's saying something. We're just going to have to run, like, slants <laughs> the entire game. All right, that's enough. Slants when you game. Going. Uh, number three, I I like Trey Lance, man. I really like Trey Lance. and I might have put him at number two if I saw him play this past year. Uh, like, more than, more than just a couple games, right? But, uh... That makes me a little skeptical. Like maybe he'll be a little rusty, and he's got to like shake off the rust uh, as he's getting into the NFL, which you know might be difficult, especially depending on what team he he gets on. You know, if he's going to a team like uh, San Francisco or Atlanta, I think that's probably best for him because then he can sit on the bench for a while, and uh, he'll have like a seasoned veteran mentor there as well. Uh, probably, like, Atlanta would probably be the better, like, landing spot for him. I feel like he could probably get more from Matt Ryan than he could from Jimmy G. And also, I think whoever goes to San Francisco is going to end up starting at some point this upcoming season. Probably because Jimmy might get hurt again. Uh, after Trey Lance, I'm going to go Zach Wilson. And then after Zach Wilson, I, I I don't know. There's something about Zach Wilson. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's because you read that story that he's a snobby rich kid. And it's fine. <laughs> there's something the about him. Said that. There, there's he kind of looks like a cartoon character, and, and it it like <laughs> spooks me a little. He does, doesn't he? I hate the fact you said that. Yes. <laughs> And then after him, I, I'm I'm still feeling like Kyle Trask. Like, the guy had a really good season with Florida. Wait, you're putting Trask ahead of Fields? Oh, am I? No, I'm not. I forgot about Justin yeah, Fields. Sorry, I've been Ryan, talking about Justin Fields all day, and then it's my turn to list, and I just forgot him. Like, uh, is Trask Fields... better than Fields? Is this the hot take of the day? It's not. Fields, f- f- I'm, I'm just, I, I had a brain fart. Fields is going after Wilson. Um, we have the exact list. same list. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm after Fields. I'm putting Trask instead of that guy from Stanford, whose name I already forgot. His name's actually Davis Mills, not David. So I apologize. Uh. So yeah. Uh. There you go. I Justin Fields. If he goes somewhere, I I honestly think Justin Fields is going to go to the Patriots. That that's that's my my my. I don't hmm. think it's that hot of a take, but that's my take. <laughs> hmm. Uh. And then Kyle Trask. 
I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed, and I'm hoping that he goes, like, at the end of the first round. Like, there was so much hype around that guy during the college football season. Uh, and, like, like, he had a lot of really good games without Kyle Pitts, which I think is, is you know, speaks a lot about him. But, Ryan, you know, Kyle, if Kyle Pitts is such an incredible talent, right? Who's the person drafting ahead of New England? What team is it? That would be Minnesota, is it not? Yeah, so are we saying Minnesota takes Justin Fields? You know what? If Minnesota took Justin Fields, I'd be happy about that. Uh, but I don't think they will. I don't think Minnesota's going to take a quarterback this year, and it'll probably infuriate me to no end. So I'm really excited to watch the draft with you guys. It's going to be so much fun. Okay, do you guys want to hear my mock draft? Yeah, well, before we go to your mock draft, do you want to talk about that trade that might or might not be happening oh, on draft sure, night? Oh, for sure, for sure. So, Green Bay and New England. There, This is a leaked trade that may or may not actually happen. Uh, it's uh, What it would include is uh, New England would move up seven spots... And no, Green Bay would move up seven spots to the number 15 pick. And one of the things that Green Bay would give to New England for that pick uh, would be Jordan Love. Oh. So that's the Why? rumor right now. And I think it's somewhat believable, especially with Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP year. They might be thinking, okay, you know, we've lit the fire under his ass. He's playing at this high level again. And if he keeps playing at this high level, we're not really going to use love, so we might as well try and get some value for him. Will this trade actually happen? I've got no idea, but uh, I, w- I want to hear what you guys think about this, if it were to happen. Liam, let's hear it. I've talked too much today. Uh, I don't like it, to be honest. Uh, I think... I almost called him Farf. I think Rogers is just a grumpy old man and is trying to be the savior of Green Bay for a long time. You're the anti that might today. Yeah, I think I might. I don't know. I think that is going to hurt the Packers doing it. Who are they trading him off to? Uh, that would be New England. And the number one rule of NFL football is don't make a trade with New England. Because you will always lose it. <laughs> I I just don't like it for the Packers' sake, and this is the first time I'll ever say it because I hate the Packers. Uh, but I think they, in order for them to actually be successful in the post Rogers years, is to keep their quarterback to study underneath uh, Rogers for a bit, and then until because he's probably going to retire real soon. So I don't know. I think uh, I think Love needs to stay in Green Bay. Whenever Jeopardy drops off the Brinks truck at his house. Literally. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, so I guess my take on this. First of all, I don't think this is real. I'm like 99% sure this is just a fake leak from a team to try to drum stuff up. It very well could be fake. Maybe, for example, it's Bill Belichick just floating that out there as like a complete joke, leaking that to be like, hey, maybe Green Bay will actually call us about this. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just an interest getter, but I digress. Yeah. This, okay, 
here's what I want. This is what doesn't make sense about it and why I'm starting to think it's fake is because last year, Green Bay traded up to grab Jordan Love. And yeah. I feel like if you're trading up to grab Jordan Love, what you're basically saying is, this is a guy we have a lot of trust and a lot of respect for. So my question would be, all of a sudden, do you think, so at this 15 slot, let's just pretend it's Justin Fields who they're looking at at the moment. Or maybe they're looking for, well, to tell you the truth, I think there will still be a really good wide receiver they can get, but whatever. Good receiver, Probably. good quarterback. I, I don't think that's something you would do if you respect and you trust Jordan Love and you think he's going to be a really good project for you. I just don't see the point of switching him for a Fields for that much. Yeah, especially, especially if you can already get a quarterback. Yeah, Love's really young as well. He's got a lot of time. He's already got a year under Rodgers. That's, I, this just seems fishy. It seems like a fake leak and something someone's trying to do to drum up interest. Yeah, that's fair. Now, Jacob, do you want to move right into your mock draft? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I filled one out with NFL.com. They're doing like a big challenge, so you guys should fill one out too. Ooh. And uh, the day of the draft, I mean, I think it could be kind of fun, you know, the three of us competing. You that know, we could have a little fun. contest. Yeah, you know, a good little contest arena. Absolutely. Like the bracket challenge, except maybe you guys will have a chance. <laughs> so, uh, hey, at least I got Houston. I know, I'm joking. My bracket was so bad, I wanted to puke. <laughs> so you... I did. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, so you can just say agree or disagree, okay? Then at the end, we can we can switch some stuff up. And I got a few other names that could go high or lower, okay? Yep, go for yes, it. Yes, sir. So number one, I have Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, Jackson. Uh, not yeah. going to happen. Number two, <laughs> Jed Sack Wilson. Not yep, controversial. That's going to happen. Number three, 49ers Mac Jones. Probably. I don't like that, but okay. Okay, Liam, so do you think then it's going to be a Justin Fields pick there? I think it's going to be a Justin Fields pick. I really think he's – I don't know. I, I really do think he would be the best fit for the 49ers. That's fair. Um, That's entirely fair. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like what I saw from him during the last uh, – like during the last part of the, the playoffs and especially beating out Clemson. They beat out Clemson? Yes. They beat out Clemson. Especially beating out Clemson like the way that he did. I think uh, I think he's worthy. Plus, the third pick. I think he's definitely a risk-reward player, too, where he might be a bust, but he's also got so much potential to be so good. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's definitely more of a risk-reward player than Mac Jones would be. We know he has a high ceiling, but we don't know how low his floor is. Exactly. Yeah. Good analogy. Number four, Trey Lance to Atlanta. And I'll tell you why this makes sense to me. Because as we know, Matt Ryan's getting older. I think Trey Lance has the perfect tools to be very, very good. He's very young. And here's the thing, too. Although he didn't play a lot this year, that might be good because now he can be more molded by the NFL style of playing than the college style. Do you have any agrees that or might... disagrees? Yeah, I, I hadn't even considered that. But now that you say it, it makes a lot of sense. I like it. Plus, the thing, too, is apparently the Falcons wanted Zach Wilson for a long time. And they were blown away by him, but they probably don't have enough to trade up to get him. So I think, yeah. you know, uh, Trey Lance is kind of a decent, I guess, second option. He's like the second girl they can get. That and... I th What? That's, I guess that made no and, sense. Um, 
No, that didn't. Uh, that, and I just think the Jets are in a spot right now where they need to go for Zach Wilson. You know, they, they don't have Sam Darnold. Uh, does Joe Flacco still the backup? Uh, Joe Flacco is in Philly now. Thank you, Ryan. Jesus Christ. Um, who's their backup? Uh, for That answers my question. So, yeah, they need to go for Zach Wilson. Alrighty. So number five, this is where me and Liam might disagree, and maybe me even and Joe Burrow, but I think it's for Burrow's own safety. They take a Selwell. Jamar Chase. Oh my god. The offensive tackle. I think you gotta go O line if you're Cincinnati. And although Joe Burrow wants Chase, it's not worth it. You need time to throw the ball. Just my take. Yeah. I mean (laughs) they need to work on their tack they need to work on their O tackle quite a bit. Just as an LSU fan and how much I adore that 2019 team, I just want to see Jamar Chase and Burrow start throwing again, and especially now having Thaddeus Moss. Uh, I would love to see that happen. But after the pictures of the Bengals jersey that came out, which I got to say, as a Browns fan, I know I have to hate them. I think those jerseys are absolutely sexy. Um, But there is a photo of Burrow sitting on a throne and you see this massive scar on his knee from surgery and um yeah he he needs he needs someone he needs someone to tackle or he needs a tackle so yeah like if like they need to get more protection for him we all know this like if i were in that front office i'd be like i don't care what we're doing we have to take alignment with this pick but because it's the bengals I still think there's a decent chance they take Jamar Chase. Here's what you do: you draft an you draft in a tackle, uh, you talk Ocho Cinco to come back from retirement, <laughs> play for the Bengals, and then there you go. Get To to come back too. Did Maybe he we'll, play for the Bengals? They actually played together one year. Did they really? Yeah, with Carson Palmer in like his last year. I'm sure Canada will call soon, T.O. They still think they can play. Ryan, you actually sound like Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, that is, like, disgustingly scary. Alrighty. What, 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 what does he do commercials for, other than everything? Like, what's Nation one of the commercials? is on your side. And Nation Papa John's. Wide. Get yourself a Papa John's pizza. That's, All right, that, number that's... six is Kyle Pitts to Miami. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's the best, probably, tight end prospect we've seen in a very long time. Apparently, he blocks better than, uh, oh, why am I drawing a blank? The guy on the 49ers. What's his name again? Uh, this is embarrassing. George Kittle. Yes, Kittle. And apparently, he's got, like, the hands of Kelsey. He's, like, a good combination between the two. So, you know he's why sounding I think like that's, a good prospect. Like you know why I think that's a really good move for Miami? Uh, like the the league is kind of moving into uh, an area where having two tight ends uh, is like actually like pretty viable. And yeah, there's Miami, more sets with two tight ends now. Yeah, and Miami has a really good young prospect already with Mike Gasecki. So exactly. best in the best case scenario, Pitts transitions really well. And you have a really good one-two punch with him and Gasecki doing these two tight end sets. Heck, Pitts is basically but, a receiver too. Yeah, but like if you know if if Pitts doesn't work out, you still have Gasecki. You're not screwed for tight end. 
Liam, anything for or against, yes or no? No. I, I like it so far, other than I want Jamar Chase to be playing with Burrow, but okay. I know that's not going to happen. So number seven. Oh, yeah, that oh. and Zach Wilson is second. All right, number seven. This is where we're going to have some disagreements, I think. I have the Lions taking Jalen Waddle with the departure of Galladay leaving. I think Waddle's the right guy to fill in that position. Did you just skip over the Eagles? Uh, no, the Lions are at number seven. The Eagles have the pick because of Detroit. Did they trade it? Yeah, for Wentz. Wasn't that the thing? No. Uh, right now on my phone, it says Lions number seven because the NFL.com mock draft. That's how it like works. Oh? Yeah, I think Jacob's right. Shut up. I mean, I hope Jacob's <laughs> right. Let me take a look because I saw something else. Okay, well... For now, Lions take Jaden Waddle. Ryan, do you disagree with that, or do you think they should take Chase or uh, Smith or go another direction? I mean, I definitely think you're right that they're taking a wide receiver, but I could see it being, you know, one of those three guys. I, sure. I don't know which one. Maybe guess, it, maybe it would be Chase. I think Waddle, he's just got more potential than Chase. But that's just my take. He's also a little faster Ooh, than no. Chase. He's... Let, ever since no, no, so no. recently Tyree Kill, some people call the best receiver in the NFL. He's just his style of player, the kind of little guy who's really fast, who creates space. You I know, Tyree you know. Kill was like a seventh round uh running back pick, wasn't he? Uh no, he was a receiver pick, but he was like he he had to transfer from a really good school because he got into legal trouble. Surprise. But uh, that's kind of why he dropped so much. But he would have been a very high prospect if it wasn't for that. But that's besides the point, Ryan. The point is, is the style of his kind of... The Tariq Hill mo, like mold is what people are looking for right now. And Jalen Waddle is that mold. That's why I'm fighting so hard for Waddle going number 7 as the first receiver taken. Yeah. Okay, that's just that's my opinion. It's kind of an apples to apples or apples to oranges take, though. You know what I mean? You could say like Waddle or Smith or Chase, and I wouldn't fight with you. Yeah. So number eight. Oh, Liam, do you have any? You probably would say Chase over Waddle, right? Uh, I would say Chase, but again, LSU fanboy. I love Jamar Chase. There's some bias against that. Alrighty. Number eight. I have the offensive tackle from Northwestern, uh, Slater going to the Panthers. I think they need to keep building up that O-line, especially now for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Then at 9, I have I I'm there's not really much. He's an offensive tackle. I don't think the Panthers go a different direction. Plus McCaffrey needs blocking. Do you like Liam? Do you have a disagreement with that or do you even care? Um I like it. I think now that CMC is back, um I think definitely need some better What would you say a tackle? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that would probably be the best bet for him. If the Bengals go chase, that's where Penny Sewell goes, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. I think Slater's the second best tackle or even lineman in the draft. Probably, so then, yeah. So then I have the Broncos actually taking chase. Not because they necessarily need him, but because he's got so much talent, they just want him. Yeah, and I mean, he would pair really well with Jerry Judy, too. Oh, exactly. The rich would just get richer receiver-wise, because then you also got Sudden there as well. Yeah, now they just need someone to throw the ball. <laughs> Liam, any disagreement there? Are you happy? I finally have Chase off. 
You should be higher on the list. Yeah, that's fair. Then I have the Cowboys taking Sertan from Alabama, the cornerback. Yeah, that's a good one. Then I yeah, actually... Defense. I, I'm not even going to ask if you guys agree or disagree. I'm just going to say it's the right pick at number 10. <laughs> it, it's the right pick. They they definitely need that. The Giants, I don't care who they take. I gave them Vera Tucker from USC, offensive lineman. They just need a lineman for Barkley. Yeah. And you Jones. Know, funny enough, there's a lot of mock drafts that are saying Rashawn Slater from Northwestern, actually. Yeah. To the Giants. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that would depend on whether or not Carolina goes in that direction or not. Yeah. Because I, I have think both seen of them too. are probably the best. Or uh, on on what Cincinnati does, because if Cincinnati takes Chase and Carolina takes uh, the Oregon tackle. Heck, I've even seen mock drafts where people think Slater goes as high as five. <laughs> So it just depends on where exactly people just fall, I guess. Yeah. Well, like, good linemen are hard to find, right? Oh, exactly. Then at 12, I have Devontae Smith going to the Eagles. Maybe too high. Maybe? We'll see. Maybe. We'll Alabama see. wide receiver? Do the Eagles really need I a like receiver, it. I guess, would be my question. Yes. Yeah, because yes. all, all the receivers they've been taking just hasn't really worked out. I mean, they had Nelson Aguilar, and he sucked on the on the Eagles, but he did great. <laughs> he won the for, Super for Bowl. The last season. <laughs> That's sick. So did James Devlin. <laughs> all right, so guys. So number Sproles. 13, I have Jace Horn from South Carolina, cornerback, going to the Chargers. This guy gives me the horn. Some people are saying he might be the best defensive back in the draft. Probably is the most battle-tested, at least. He played on really crappy South Carolina teams, and he was always the highlight. Yeah. Where Sertan, to tell you the truth, if he looked left or right, he saw another generational talent next to him, where Horn did not. Alrighty, well, I'll just laugh at my own joke and move on to uh, the Vikings. I'd say they take uh, Gregory Rozuyu from Miami. He's like an edge rusher. Yeah. I don't know. Vikings, so they could probably use a nice pass rusher, especially because that's definitely where they've been slowly getting weaker, I guess. Yeah, Everson Griffin left. Uh, Anthony Barr well, got injured. Well, was Anthony Barr really ever there? He's only good at pass rushing. He can't cover passes. Then 15. They might, they might as well move Anthony Barr to defensive end, like, straight up. Literally. Then I have Justin Fields going 15 to Bill Belichick. Yeah. Ooh. That's I my probably that happening. most controversial pick here. I actually agree with that one, though. So anyways, the moral of the story is, everyone listening, don't steal my draft ideas or else you'll make a lot of money on NFL.com's contest. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that won't happen, but okay. Do you have Kyle Trask on your mock draft, out of curiosity? Uh, to tell you the truth, NFL.com just went up to pick 15, so after that, ah. who cares? <laughs> That's it. I say the Bears probably... Take Davis Mills, or probably trade up to 16 to take Davis Mills for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's going to be our draft. That would be fun. All right. Well, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this one up? I mean, I do, but Liam, you go first. Um, I don't know what to say. Great. Jacob, your turn. (laughs) 
FCS playoffs. Ooh. So our college page, football update. So our page accidentally became North Dakota fans yesterday. <laughs> Very happy. Yeah, that's that. new. That's Very where Trey Lance played, right? Uh, no, he went to uh, no? North Dakota State. We are North Dakota fans. Oh, I gotcha. As in the University of North Dakota, Ryan. We so does that mean I have to get? Does that mean I have to get rid of my uh, my LSU jersey? Uh no, because you see, North Dakota is an FCS school, so they would never really even oh, have to play. Sick. Sorry. Sick. Yeah, like FCS is like sick, Division yeah. One AA, not AAA. So like you That's don't have to worry uh, about it. The beauty of college football, there's so many teams and so many like divisions, you can have multiple favorite teams. Oh, so these are just like the uh, teams? I mean, FCS I guess, is not SEC, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, really good players come out of FCS every year, but... Anyways, I'll just, I, I just want to talk true. about the bracket. There were some games yesterday. Sadly, I couldn't watch because I live in Canada. Screw, I guess, our television rights deals, but... So the number one seed was South Dakota State, who actually beat North Dakota State this year in a massive upset. And South Dakota State already absolutely crushed Holy Cross in the first round of the FCS playoffs. So South Dakota State's looking really good. And they are going to play Southern Illinois, who had a really close win versus Weber State. That's the first region. So the upcoming matchup is going to be South Dakota State versus Southern Illinois. Some good Southern matchups. Both teams aren't in the South. That's the joke. Uh, next, we have uh, <laughs> Delaware. They played Sacred Heart, and uh, Delaware got the job done, crushed Sacred Heart. Then we had Jacksonville State, the number four seed, beat Davidson, the school Steph Curry went to that no one else knows anything about. So we are going to see Delaware versus Jacksonville State. Then we had James Madison versus Virginia Military Institution. James Madison, number three ranked, and they beat VMI. Then we had our North Dakota Fighting Hawks absolutely clobbering Missouri State. So we are going to have a good James Madison versus North Dakota matchup, which personally, I am going to be glued in on if I can watch it. Then in the last conference, or the last little section of the bracket, we have North Dakota State, which is not ranked in the top four for the first time in such a long time. And yesterday, they crushed Eastern Washington, not playing on the red field, unfortunately. Eastern Washington? Had... The CFL quarterback factory? Uh, yeah, North Dakota State won. I was uh, sad about it too, Ryan, trust me. The do you think two's... that 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 quarterback from Eastern Washington might end up uh, up in our neck of the woods? He'll be a uh, BC line in no time. <laughs> Looking then Monmouth lost to uh, Sam Houston State so it's going to be Sam Houston versus uh, North Dakota State I mean if you want my predictions I think North Dakota and North Dakota State are going to meet in the final four and then on the other side we're going to have South Dakota State playing uh, Jacksonville State and uh, the finals North Dakota is going to crush uh, one of the other two losers and that's going to be the story Jesus as we Whoever are now wins uh, between North, North Dakota, Dakota and North Dakota that's who will win <laughs> Exactly. It'll be one of the teams from North Dakota. And a single tear will roll down Carson Wentz's face. So anyways, are you guys angry about my executive decision to make us fans of this team? Or do you understand that it was a mistake? What What are your thoughts on this? Well, you also I mean, signed it, Jacob, at it. the end. Yeah, can I tell you what happened there? Yeah, go for it. Okay. 
So, you guys have caught me. I'm being a little bit of a con man right now. Yep. So, you see, what I did was after I made the post and I was about to post it, I was like, oh crap, this is third intent, not bench warmers. So then I was like, hey, if I just add Jacob and then say it was an accident, everything will be cool. <laughs> well, there you go. Because I was too lazy to undo my post. I I, I, I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> Let's go fighting hawks. Liam sounds very excited. They have Liam... really nice helmets. <laughs> Liam, I'm, I'm going to give you one more chance now that we've wasted a, uh, a bit of time. Wasted? You got any... Well, like, we, we bought him some time. You're a buffoon. He didn't, he I didn't just know pour he my heart into that last story, and you're going to say I wasted your time? You didn't waste Mom, my bad. time. You, you ate up some time for Liam to think about if he wanted to say anything before we ended you're the show. You're a court jester. <laughs> oh my god this is like living back in my parents place liam do you want to say anything uh yeah the dh should be in all leagues uh especially <laughs> the uh the national league you don't uh, even watch the national up. league you don't have a right to tell don't, us to change our rules don't go don't go to fenway because the green monsters is one of the dumbest gimmicks of all time uh if you want a nice old ballpark go to go to wrigley i have, uh, have jam played there day. i've been to wrigley is it nice is it a nice ballpark very nice. And you shouldn't go to that trash stadium called the Rogers Center. Okay. It won't be the called Rogers that for Center much longer, nice. right? Ooh. Is this, a, is this a new name I'm hearing? Well, there's been... There's talks about it. Yeah, there's been rumors for a while now that Rogers is trying to sell like the naming rights and also the Blue Jays. Now, because we might get sponsored by Rogers one day, I'm not going to chirp them, but when our cell phones went down for a few hours, I was a little upset about that. <laughs> yeah, because you were living in that area. Uh, anyone who's, like, not living in our general area is not going to understand that joke, but that's okay. Hey, Liam, you live kind of far. Do you understand that joke? Yeah. Okay. Because my manager's phones are with Rogers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if it was just like the KW Guelph area that got hit with oh, that. No, it was it was nationwide. Oh yikes! Yeah, man. Well, oh, it's a good thing I'm with Kudo. Lights tonight, right? Yeah. Nine p.m. We're gonna do our review. <laughs> we're gonna do our review next next episode. Yeah. So also, uh, Trout isn't Trout isn't the greatest player of our generation. I also want to add. Wait, that. wait, wait. Are All we right. talking about baseball for a sec? Yeah, because he had he wanted me to say some things, so I did. Okay, okay. Can, I, can I tell you something about Trout? Oh, fight, fight, fight? Okay, Liam, so you think he's overrated? I think he's so overrated. Okay, but you look at his... Okay, and I hate to be the guy to talk about analytics. <laughs> Have you, like, looked how absurd his numbers are? Oh, yeah, he's good, but he well, hasn't been able to do anything. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a... Now, uh, it is his fault, because he eats up all the money there. Like he like that team actually has like a massive Brinks truck they give him every week. But have you seen Mookie Betts numbers? Mookie Betts is amazing. Okay, Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball right he's now. Amazing. Don't even don't even say it. Nah, I I don't know about best best, but he's really good. But he's the best player in baseball. Don't don't even Mookie Betts is the best. Okay, but do you separate players by pitchers and batters or no? Uh, well, judging by pitchers shouldn't bat, yes. No, no. Okay, that's it. Now you're getting a little bit heat right now. What I'm asking you right now is, do you think a pitcher and a batter should be compared against each other, or should they be in separate categories? Separate categories. Okay, there we go. Then yes, Mookie Betts might be the best player in baseball. 
So then where's Trout in that? What, you think that there's a baseball player, there's a pitcher better than Betts? I mean, there's some pitchers who have absurd value, like Kershaw in the regular season is amazing. You could definitely yeah. argue he's the best player in baseball sometimes. Uh, 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 Liam sounds like he's in pain. Heck, I don't like that, no. What? Do not like Kershaw. I, I love Kershaw, but better than Mookie? Okay, who would you rather, if you were building a team from scratch right now, would you rather have Mookie Betts or Kershaw? I'd rather have Mookie Betts. Okay, that's fair. I'd want to win. Well, to tell you the He's truth, a young if I have Kershaw. You would win with Mookie. <sighs> Pitching's so important you would in win playoffs. With Mookie. If you have a star, oh. star pitcher, you're in really good shape. Oh, yeah, easily. But there's a lot of good pitchers that are out right now that aren't just Kershaw. That will help win. Liam... Do you know the last time a pitcher... Sorry, not a pitcher. This is just a trivia question. Now, I'm turning this on its head. Do you know who the last player was to bat 400 in MLB? Wasn't it Bonds? No. Don't Google it? it. I can hear your... I don't want to hear your keyboard typing. <laughs> I want you to take a guess. The last player to hit 400 in Major League Baseball. Now i got to think of it. He might be Last looking it up on his phone point. where you can't hear no, the typing. No, I'm not. I'm not. Is uh, it Pujols? No, I'll give you a hint. It was done in 1941. Well, f*** that. <laughs> his name was know, also referenced some... in the movie Inglorious Bastards. It's probably some, like, you know, old white guy that played in a bad era where baseball wasn't even that good, so it doesn't <laughs> matter anyways. <laughs> wow. It was Ted Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, again, <laughs> some old white dude that played in an era where baseball wasn't good. We need I think that's episode. a. We need yeah, I was just about to say. There's I think that's a, a good place to end here. it. <laughs> oh, there will be right after we're done. If you this. want to talk about forties baseball, I'll talk to you about forties baseball whenever you want. Let's talk about forties baseball. We're let's, not doing it on the show though. I'm instead it. going to say that you can follow us on social media. Facebook and Instagram at Third and Ten Show, and uh, next time we talk to you, we'll be giving you a review of Friday I'm Night Lights. Ryan, I'm gonna say it, okay? Uh huh. Ted Williams could hit a fastball in today's era. I don't know who that is, no, but he can't. Sure, why not? All right, bye. <laughs>